Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Virginia Congresswoman Barbara Comstock is pushing a paid parental leave program for federal employees. Comstock has introduced the Federal Employees Paid Parental Leave Act of 2018. It would give federal employees up to 12 weeks of paid leave for the birth and adoption or foster placement of a child. Federal employees right now can take up to 12 weeks of unpaid family or medical leave in those situations. Comstock and other House Republicans and Democrats have introduced similar bills in the past. OPM has given agencies a look at its new human capital review process in which agencies are supposed to meet with OPM next year to share their human capital goals, their success stories and challenges, as well as providing OPM with a status update on how they're meeting government-wide workforce goals. The review ends with OPM feedback and recommendations. Get ready, your agency will soon have a Program Management Improvement Officer. The Office of Management and Budget has released initial implementation guidance to begin the government-wide approach to tackle the long-standing problem of strengthening project and program management practices. The OMB memo is part of how the Trump administration is meeting the spirit and intent of the Program Management Improvement Accountability Act passed in 2016. The House Intelligence Committee has passed its annual intelligence authorization bill to the full House. The committee said the bill supports national security measures that focus on countering threats from China as well as cyber attacks. In that vein, it provides for increased compensation for personnel with certain cyber skills. The House has now passed a $675 billion spending bill for the Defense Department. More from Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. The appropriations package is the first major piece of the government's appropriations puzzle for 2019. It now heads to the Senate, where that chamber's appropriations committee passed a similar bill earlier this week. The White House says it generally supports the measure, but it includes a few items that may generate conflict with the administration, including a provision that would ban purchases from Chinese telecommunications suppliers. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Defense Department may be lightening up on its prohibition of letting commissaries sell alcohol. Twelve commissaries across the United States will start selling beer and wine starting late next month. The Pentagon hopes the availability of alcohol will increase the satisfaction of troops on its bases. But it says it's a 90-day pilot program, just in case celebrations get out of hand. A major agriculture department policy remains intact after Senate Farm Bill action. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. In passing a five-year, $867 billion farm bill, the Senate leaves out work requirements for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Work for food was sought by the Trump administration and is included in the agricultural bill the House already passed. The administration wants to move the food stamp program out of USDA entirely and put it in Health and Human Services. The Senate bill more than doubles funding for organic farming research. I'm Tom Temin. President Donald Trump's pick for IRS Commissioner has outlined his priorities for the agency to members of the Senate Finance Committee. Charles Reddick says he's looking to modernize the agency's aging workforce and IT systems. Reddick also told senators he'll push for critical pay authority for hard-to-fill IT jobs. Jason Miller tells us now about a new way to take the guesswork out of federal cybersecurity. The Chief Information Security Officer and Chief Information Officer Councils create a one-stop shop for all things cyber. The new CISO handbook aims to clarify and close any knowledge gaps on what's expected of federal IT security executives. The document includes key information and usable templates and processes that new and up-and-coming security professionals can use to improve their skill sets. 
The goal is to ensure all cyber executives have a foundational understanding of their responsibilities and a systematic overview of policies and regulations. I'm Jason Miller. And Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke has apologized and deleted a tweet that may have broken some federal ethics laws when he wore a certain pair of socks. Earlier this week at a meeting of the Western Governors Association at Mount Rushmore, Zinke donned a pair of socks with President Trump's face and the president's campaign slogan, Make America Great Again. The nonpartisan group Campaign for Accountability filed a complaint with the Office of Special Counsel claiming Zinke's tweet violated the Hatch Act which prohibits political activity by government officials on the job. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.